everyone, and welcome back to my <laughs> brother's an idiot. Jesus fucking Christ. As soon okay, as I start, you dropped off. Are you still there? I'm sure you're still talking, but can you get <laughs> uh, to Hi, everyone, and welcome back to My Brother's an Idiot. Yes, it's that fun-filled podcast with goonery, shenanigans, and sports discussions, plus whatever the hell else we want to talk about. My name's Matt. I'm the king of the goons. Let me kick you around the rest of the panel. First, she is the voice of God, MJ. She's also known as Dipshit. Or where the metal comes from, they call her Michaela. Michaela, what's going on? Nothing much, just... Talking to my mom about the fact that she undercooked the beef ribs in the Instant Pot somehow. How is that possible? I don't know. I don't know. They're in the oven now. All I right. don't know how she did that. <laughs> That's some skill. That's some skill I didn't know that she had. So good job. Well done. Uh, next, the emperor, the progenitor, he who started it all. I give you Milty. What's going on, bud? Hey, man, I'm doing great. I hope you all are doing great tonight. We're going to be talking some football like normal. And just have a question. What happens when a football player loses his eyesight? He becomes a referee. <laughs> right. There we go. And the dad jokes are flowing soon, quickly, and early. All right. Finally, I summon him, the Kaiser, my brother, the idiot, Goon! And I am here. What's happening, everybody? What's happening? What's happening? What's happening? We are, uh, I'm supposed to be really quiet. The door got open. There's a baby apparently in the other room. I don't know where the baby came from. I don't know where it belongs. But there's a baby in the other room. I'm very scared for my life. The baby could be here to steal my soul. Back to you. Awesome. Thank you so much for that <laughs> update, sir. Well, let's get rolling. Uh, first and foremost, we are going to play Real or Fake. It is college bowl season. The bowl games are going to start here in the next week or so with a bunch of bowl games that you probably never heard of, probably don't want to watch, uh, but still we'll have to see highlights of if you watch SportsCenter. I have gone through the list of bowls, current, past, Whatever, who knows, and have selected some that are real and have made some up. And the panel is going to have to come up with whether or not those are real or fake. For example, if I give you, panel, the Fiesta Bowl, is that real or fake? That's way real. That's way real. If I give you the Jabroni Bowl, that is? Real. In our no. place. It should be real. <laughs> there should be a Jabroni Bowl. Absolutely. Uh, if this, this podcast takes off, we are going to... We're going to fund the Jabroni Bowl. We're going to fund Goon Squad Jim Jabroni Bowl. All right. Uh, some of these may be real bowls with fake uh, or made-up uh, sponsors. That's a real thing. Uh, some of them may just be made-up bowls. So let's get your thinking hats on, and here we go. First one for the group, I give you the Salad Bowl. 
the salad bowl. Mark. Fake. Milty. Fake. MJ. Fake. You're all wrong. The salad bowl was played in the late 40s, and that was all it was called, was the salad bowl. Damn it. <laughs> all right, next up. We're off to um, a really good off start. To a great start. Milty, next one. were alive during that. Let's go. <laughs> Barely. Barely. Kind of. Yeah, kind of. All right, the next one. The Tax Act Camellia Bowl. The Tax Act Camellia Bowl. Real. Take. Fake. Uh, Mark is correct. That is real, and it is a current <laughs> bowl still being played. All right, next. The FedEx Fiesta Bowl. The FedEx Fiesta Bowl. A fake. Real. Fake. It is absolutely fake. FedEx uh, used to sponsor the Orange Bowl, and don't do that Not anymore. Totino's is the Fiesta Bowl, yeah, right. or whatever. Okay. Not Totino's, Tostitos, whatever. Right. They don't sponsor us, so who gives a fuck? <laughs> right, yeah, they're not ours. <laughs> we don't care. All right, the next one. The Duck Commander Independence Bowl. The Duck Commander Independence Bowl. Fake. Fake. MJ. She's gone. Hey there, Goon Squad. Uh, producer Dipshit jumping in. Editor Dipshit right now, actually. Um, just so you guys know, starting here at about five and a half minutes in, from here to the end of the episode, all of my recording got deleted. So I'm going to jump in where I should be sometimes and add my two cents to what I said originally um, in post, but... I'm not going to do that all the time. A, B, I don't promise that it'll sound great. I'm so sorry. Thank you for listening. <laughs> Enjoy. You're all wrong. In 2014, the first family of Louisiana, those lovable rednecks, did indeed sponsor the Independence Bowl. All right, next. The Union Home Mortgage Gasparilla Bowl. Union Home Mortgage Gasparilla Bowl. Fake. You know, if I stay with fake, I'm going to hit one eventually. So fake. Real. Uh, that is absolutely correct. The Union Home Mortgage Gasparilla Bowl is a thing. All right, next. The Cherry Bundy Tart Cherry Boca Raton Bowl. Cherry Bundy Tart Cherry Boca Raton Bowl. Fake. Fake. You're all wrong. That bowl is absolutely <laughs> a real thing. All right. Next. The Frisco Football Classic. The Frisco Football Classic. Real. Real. That bowl is absolutely real. It's the first year of the Frisco <laughs> Football Classic. It's so new, they don't even have a sponsor. All right, carrying on. Hey, we have that in common with them. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> maybe we could sponsor the Frisco Football Classic. Can we send them our six bucks? <laughs> my brother's an idiot we'll just send them like a post-it note with our little logo on it handwritten all right all right next the marriott hotels charm city bowl presented by goodyear there are so many things in that that could be wrong i'm gonna have to say fake fake that is fake 
there was the Gaylord Hotels Music City Bowl presented by Bridgestone from 2007 to 2009. I just thought it was not so only fun. was there something, it was all of the things were wrong. All of the things, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the only thing that was right was Char or was City. That was it. All right, we've got three left. The Lockheed Martin First Responders Bowl. Fake. Real. That bowl is absolutely made up. There is a first responders bowl. Uh, it's sponsored by somebody else, but it's not them. There you go. That's what he was just furiously Googling, trying to figure it out. And he couldn't find it quick. Yeah, enough. So I couldn't find it. I was like, shit, where did I put it? God damn it. All right. The Quicken Loans Tampa Bowl. The Quicken Loans Tampa Bowl. Absolutely real. Real. 100% made that shit up. There is no Tampa Bowl. Quicken may have sponsored a bowl at some point, but there is no Tampa Bowl. Finally. The Wasabi Technologies Fenway Bowl. The Wasabi Technologies Fenway Bowl. Real. Fake. That bowl is absolutely real. I didn't make that shit up at all. <laughs> they are playing a bowl game in Fenway Park, and it's being sponsored by Wasabi Technologies. Wasabi. Wasabi. <laughs> Mark, you got six out of ten right. Milty, uh, two, because you kept saying fake, fake, fake when they were all real, real, real. And then MJ, you got four. So Mark is the big winner. Huzzah! Huzzah! All right, so good job, Goon Squad. Thank you for Real or Fake, the College Bowl Game Edition. Moving on to the Denver Broncos, and uh, can I get a Do we have to? Do we have to talk about this? Yes, Yes, we do. (sighs) God damn it. Can I get a fucking oof? No! Fucking oof. No, I won't do it. Get it. Oof, get it over with. So bad. Milty, I'm not even going to throw stats at you guys. Tell me what the fuck happened here. Well, they freaking blew it. I mean, did you tell me about a quarterback that on either team that looked good that night? You know, the only good thing about the Denver offense was Javante Williams. You know, 102 yards rushing, 76 yards passing, pass receiving. It was just terrible. Has it ever happened in the history of the NFL? Maybe it has. A 20-play drive with zero points. It was just freaking god-awful. God-awful. Yeah, Mark, um, Milty touched on it. The the 20 play drive, zero points. I'm less upset about the decision to go for the fourth down than I am the fucking play call. I think the play call, especially on third and fourth down, were just trash. Um, What do you think about how that drive ended up? Uh, You know what? Everyone's talking about the fourth down. You you need to set yourself up a lot better. And that, that whole scenario was just fucking mind boggling, but just going over the game itself. uh, I just don't, understand why you just spent a a virtual shitload of money on two wide receivers you have a first round draft pick who is a wide receiver and none of these you know supposed superstars can get the ball because your quarterback who i love teddy is very much not throwing the ball where they can he can get it to him like there is no he's not giving his court is not giving his receivers the opportunity to catch these balls they're the play calls aren't good they're running a lot because they have to because that's all all that's working Mel, melvin gordon might as well just be cut now because you've got mike boone who i remember in the off season when they signed him and i went huzzah they got mike boone he's Okay, I guess. Looks like you probably need to get another running back. You definitely have to get another 
quarterback and you might just bring Teddy Bridgewater back as a uh, backup quarterback next year because you can't have him as your starter. Uh, he's just he I love Teddy Bridgewater, but he has no ability to make a dynamic play on offense. And it's really hard to watch. It was just really fucking boring football. Really boring. Yeah, agreed. The receivers didn't look great. Uh, they didn't even the offense looked like it was just stuck in mud, except for Javante. Uh, Jerry Judy can't get open. Right. Or when he's open, they can't get him the ball. Yes. Uh, Michaela, uh, break this game down. What do you think happened here? I watched like the first quarter and it sucked. So I turned it off because there was Final Fantasy 14 streams happening because then Walker came out. So I didn't, I didn't watch most of the fucking game. Looked like it sucked anyway. All right. <laughs> As always, insightful commentary from the dipshit herself. Uh, guys, I don't really think we need to touch on this anymore. It was stupid. Uh, the offense just looked terrible. Uh, whatever. We're over it. Let's talk next week and look at the Lions. We'll touch a little bit more on them here in a little bit. But, uh, Milty, I'm going to start with you. The Lions coming into town. What do you think is going to happen in this game, bud? Well, they've. I'm not going to say they've turned their season around yet, but you know, one, two, and one in the last four games or something like that. Um, I, you know, I don't see any way them coming to Denver that they can take on this defense from their, their offensive side and come out with a win, uh, put up with the altitude, put up with the defense and somehow have to defend against what may come from Pat Shermer's offense. Uh, I see the Broncos winning by five. Mark, break it down. Uh, this would be strength against weakness. Uh, the Broncos have a really strong running game, and the Detroit Lions can't slow anybody down on the ground. Uh, their offense looks terrible with Jared Goff, and they don't have anybody and any kind of playmaking ability on on their team at all. So I, it's just I don't know how Minnesota lost that game. It's just an awful proposition that they just went into prevent defense on that last drive. <laughs> they should have. They should have won that game. Um, but the, the the whole thing is just irritating as fuck to me. And uh, I, I think the Broncos will win. But this also has the makings of this season to be one of those games that they take the day off. So we'll see. I guess. MJ trap game. Broncos lose six three. <laughs> I, you know i'm almost right there with you and if it's like that at halftime i'm not sticking around right. <laughs> yeah the season's just about over right i mean they got to go and we'll talk about degenerate bets here in a minute but they got to go even for milty to have a shot they're gonna win four of the next five to get to 10 wins uh with the lions the Bengals, and then three divisional games don't see it happening. Got to win this one. We will see what comes up next. Speaking of degenerate bets, Milty. You know, I was on the road last week and did not write down your degenerate bet. So cover that one for us. Then give us what you're betting on this week. Well, I can tell you that I didn't uh, save the notes on it. But looking at my uh, MGM dollar count, I lost. So <laughs> I don't have a listing of what I actually made, but I've got another one for this next week. Go ahead, Mark. I was just going to say, I know that you lost the bet because I was listening to it Monday morning when, when, uh, when the episode came out and, uh, uh, I was just like, oof, that was a bad one. <laughs> <laughs> well, since it is a degenerate bet, we're going to go along the same lines. I'm staying away from the Broncos this week. 
I'm going to pick a division game that the Broncos are are in, and I'm going to play the Raiders Chiefs. Chiefs favored by nine and a half. God, that sounds like a lot. Sounds like a lot of points to beat that team by, especially the way the Chiefs offense played um, against the Broncos. So the over-under is 48 and a half. I don't see, you know, if, if the Raiders get beat by nine and a half, then it's going to be a high-scoring game. If they don't, it's going to be a low-scoring game. So I'm going to put $10 down to take the over at 48 and a half and the Raiders plus nine and a half. I don't have to cheer for the Raiders. I just have to cheer for them to cover. Do you want to double that bet with me for a $5 bet? Uh, you can just share that with me. No, no, no. I mean, I would take the opposite of you. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, $5 bet, and I will take the over, and I will take the Chiefs with the points. No, I'm in Chelsea took the over, too. I'm oh, degenerate took the enough, so Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, then we'll just, the, we'll just bet the, on, the, on the, we'll do $5 on the Chiefs with the points. Yeah, we can do that. Uh, I'll, I will spot you the nine and a half points, and I will say that the Raiders will win that game or lose that game by 10. You got it. You got it. But it's that that, uh, two leg parlay is ten dollars to win ninety two. I think they're basically they're saying that it's not going to happen. So that's that's a degenerate bet, right? I'm right there with you, but I hope you win it. But I also don't think it's going to happen. So, (laughs) all right. So we've got Milty Hammer in the over at forty eight and a half, taking the Raiders plus. Nine and a half, and then Mark is going to back up on the other side with Chiefs laying the nine and a half. Thank you, both of you. We'll see how it plays out next week. Moving on to NFL Week 13. I Guys, I got to call it. Can I get another fucking oof? The Spiders Cup is fucked. Such oof. <laughs> <laughs> yes, there will be no... Unwinning team in the National Football League this year is the Detroit Lions on the strength of a last second play uh, beat the Minnesota Vikings uh, and celebrated as if they won the Super Bowl because that probably was as close Dude, as it's going to get. Dan Campbell cried in the locker room again. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, he's such a meathead, but I love that guy. <laughs> and he's coming here. Are they going to have momentum or what? You know how I feel about momentum. I do know how you feel about momentum, and it's the worst sports take in history. Uh, Mm. Did anybody get a chance to watch this game, Mark? No. (laughs) You've had some doozies. No, but I will tell you that Kirk Cousins, I do not like that. That's all I got on that one. Milty, anything to share on this game? No. No. MJ, anything? It's the fucking Lions and the Vikings. I mean, really. Yeah, didn't think so. All right. Uh, Big upset of the week. Uh, The Steelers beat the Ravens. Mark, starting with you, uh, what the hell is going on in the AFC North? It is a crapshoot. Again, I was listening to our cast from last week, and we all got this one wrong. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, yeah. We absolutely fucked this. We did not exactly nail this one. We did not exactly nail this one, but I don't think most of the country saw this happening, and – uh, the Ravens just kind of seem to shit the bed. So, I mean, here's hoping that they can get that straightened out, I guess. But, Michaela, you're anti-beloved. What happened to the Steelers? They 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 performed. They didn't really perform. It was actually a really bad game. Typical late-season AFC North bullshit. 
But uh, it was just bad. Bad football on both sides. The Steelers did not win. The Ravens lost. The Steelers suck. All of those Pittsburgh fans who are like, Ah, the Steelers are going to the Super Bowl. Yanser mode on. Ah, those people are wrong. Steelers still suck. They're not going to do it. They're not going to the fucking Super Bowl. Fucking losers. Yeah, it, Milty, the Baltimore Ravens are still 8-4. and four. Uh, but Lamar hasn't looked like Lamar the last couple of weeks. You know, four interceptions last week. This week he's 23 of 37, 253, a toddy and a pick. Um, still in a rush for 55 yards. What the hell's going on there? I just think you look across the NFL and you're seeing some weird games week to week. You know, the Lions beat the Vikings. Uh, you, you know, it's just, just a weird season this year. Uh, Pittsburgh did just enough in the fourth quarter to win the game. Baltimore had 10 penalties. Yep, very good. Uh, moving on to the next one, and this was a weird game to watch. Milty, you kind of called it out. It's been some weird games. This one was the weirdest one of the weekend. Uh, the Patriots and the Bills. The Patriots go into Buffalo and get the dub. Mark, uh, Mac Jones, two of three for 19 yards, and he wins. WTF, bro. Um, the funniest thing I saw and we sent it out in the group was there was a text met, there was a uh, Twitter thread there where they were showing kicks before the game and nobody was making them. And then somebody said, what are you talking about? It's not windy. And it was him pissing into the wind. <laughs> and at one point the stream just vanishes because it's so fucking windy. Um, it was obviously just one of those, you know, New England fucking just awful awful weather games you know in the winter and i love those football games to be honest with you when the the weather's inclement it's just fun to watch and that's when bad football is actually kind of fun just because it's bad football with other things happening um but i will say that michaela and i predicted that game correctly no 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 i took buffalo i was wrong oh well then i predicted that game correctly fuck you guys all right well done uh, Milty New England vaults into first place and takes the number one seed <laughs> in the fucking conference. <laughs> what? Help me understand this, bud. What the fuck? It's I alluded to it a little while ago. It's just been a weird season. Um, and in a game like this, who knows, had it been regular weather, how it would have turned out. But, you know, New England runs over 40 times in the game. Uh, and Buffalo knew they were going to run the ball. They weren't passing they, time after time, and constantly they were breaking through the line for plus yards, you know, five, eight, ten yards per play. But New England has been at the top of the conference many times in the recent past, and they're very familiar with it. Yeah, the different guy running the show, though, uh, at least on the field. So I, I don't think Tom Brady ever won a game throwing three passes and completing two of them. Tom Brady was never in a game with three passes. Yeah, correct. I don't think Tom Brady usually has three passes on his first drive. Uh, MJ, uh, did you get a chance to watch into this shit show? Oh, you know I didn't. I was too busy watching Final Fantasy XIV streams. <laughs> Clearly. All right. So, all right. Well, that'll cover our uh, look back at week 13 before to start looking into week 14. Mark. Give us your game of the week. It's now time for Bungie's NFL game, 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 game of the week. (laughs) 
And this week, we are going to talk about a game that we have already talked about because this is Bungie's NFL Game of the Week. It's going to be the Denver Broncos playing at home against the Lions. And I'm calling this as the Game of the Week because I will be there. I will be at the game. So it's got to be the Game of the Week if I'm watching it, right? Right? It has to be. I get to watch a football game live and in person. And I'll be there with the progenitor. And I will be there with the Duchess. And I will be there with the tank. And we will watch as much as we can stand. And it will be hopefully good football. And the Broncos hopefully will win. And that's Bungie's NFL game, 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 game of the week. Thank you very much, Bunga. Let's look ahead to week 14. The Raiders and Chiefs, Milty's got a degenerate bet. Mark is covering the other side. Uh, I will start with you, MJ. The Raiders and the Chiefs, how do you see this game going? I'm going to say the Raiders win because Milty said that they would win, and I believe in the Milty, and I think it's funnier if the Raiders win. He didn't say they were going to win. He just said they weren't going to win by 10. Yeah, but I still don't fucking know how the point spread works, so I Raiders win. He bet the Raiders win. <laughs> I already said my piece about this game. I got money riding on it, baby. Right. I think the, the Chiefs could very well win. Um, I'm not sure what team winning does any good for the Broncos. If the Chiefs win, they pull out further ahead. The Raiders win. They're also further ahead, I believe. Or maybe they're tied, right? So I, I don't think uh, the Chiefs are going to win by much. Mark? I have money riding on this game as well. Uh, but I I don't know. I, I think that this is going to not go the way Milty thinks it's going to go. I, I, I honestly think this is going to be kind of a blowout game. Um, I That's just kind of the way I think. It's, it seems like one of those games where Casey's going to get some things together and They'll uh, take it out on the Raiders. <laughs> All right. Thank you very much, squad. Moving on to the next game on the docket, the Ravens and the Browns. More wild chicanery in the NFC North. Uh, MJ, does Cleveland have a chance? Yes, because Cleveland is going to go to the Super Bowl and they're going to win the Super Bowl and Jadavion Clowney is going to be the MVP. We discussed this at the beginning of the season. At least you're consistent. Milty, break it down for us. Well, it's going to be interesting because both teams are playing weird football. Uh, we saw the Ravens last week you know, go and defeat in the fourth quarter there. Actually, they didn't play very well the whole game, and they've done that several times. He's mentioned that Lamar Jackson's not having his best season. Uh, the Browns also play screwy football at times. So I think the Ravens will probably pull it out, but it's going to be a one- or two-point game. All right. One for the Bravens, one for the Browns. Mark, break the tie. Fuck! So, Mark, you've got one vote for the Ravens, one vote for the Browns. Go ahead and break the tie. How does this game go? It's going to end in a tie. There goes the tiebreaker. Uh, yep. And the meme <laughs> picks continue. All right. <laughs> All right. Next up on the docket, the Bills and the Buccaneers. 
uh, a game that's going to be played in Tampa. So weather probably not going to be as much of an issue. Uh, Milty, I'm going to start with you on this game. You've got the up and coming quarterback. You've got the old goat. How do you see the game going? Well, the Bucks are favored by uh, two and a half or three, depending on where you're looking. I think the over set kind of high at 52 and a half, maybe. I don't know. Who, and you don't know. What, again, we've mentioned this a couple times. You don't know which team is going to show up. You know, the Bucks lost to Washington, I think, and the Bills lost to the Jags during the course of the season. Uh, I think the Bucks are going to win the game at home, and I think it'll be more than the line is set at. But I don't know about that 53 over and under. MJ, chime in here. In the real recording, I got distracted here and didn't remember what game we were talking about. But now that I do, Bills win. Ha ha. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Mark. You're going to call this one a tie too, just so we don't have a tiebreaker because we got one Bucks, one Bills. No, uh, I think that um, the Bills just look, I don't know, they're struggling bad and and the, the, you know the defense that Bruce Arians puts together is it's just it, they're going to find Josh Allen's weak spots and they're going to make them run the ball and then Tom Brady's going to throw the ball over their heads and so I think the Bucks are going to win this one. All right, I, thank you. I, I don't see it. Like Milty said, I don't really see the fifty-three and a half. I don't really see it that high scoring because once you cut out the the passing game for the Bills, it, it makes it a lot tougher on their scoring. And you've seen the decrease in the scoring the last three or four weeks. So uh, I see this as kind of a blowout for the Pats or for the Bucks. Tom All Brady's right. new team. <laughs> Solid call. All right. Last on the docket, MJ, starting with you here. We've got the Rams featuring your beloved and the we one, Kyler Murray. Break it down. I don't need my beloved to win the game. I simply need him to get a lot of points for himself so that I can win my game. I don't care if the Rams win, but the Rams will win because that will get him more points, which will get me more points, so I'll win. (laughs) Mark. (laughs) (laughs) Kyler looked pretty good last week. Uh, How do you see this one going? Man, the the Rams seem kind of vulnerable the last few weeks, don't they? They really have not. Yeah, there's some screaming. Um, Here's a BB. There's a BB in the house. It's ours now, I think. (laughs) I don't think anyone's coming to get this tiny little person. (laughs) Nobody's coming to get that dog. (laughs) Uh, Anyway. the dog uh, barking at the baby. That's what I want to know. No, the dog is outside barking at the Uh, dog downstairs. Yeah. The dog is actually being very protective of the baby. It's actually kind of cute. Very cute. Uh, But um, Cardinals win. Cardinals win. All right, Milty. Last but not least, break it down for us, buddy. Cardinals win. Uh, it's good. They're favored by three. It's going to be more than that. Hammer the over, man. Oh, we are going to hammer the over. There you go. <laughs> I fucking love it. Can I? And let me just tell you one thing here, Goon Squad. Whatever we tell you to do from a gambling perspective, you should probably do the exact opposite, opposite. because we are totally <laughs> moronic when it comes to our bets this year. I haven't hit a parlay all season long. I'm usually good for at least two or three. I have not hit one. I haven't hit one since February. I've mentioned it several times. (laughs) (laughs) Long dry spell, baby. Now, if you're actually getting into gambling and you want to listen to us for advice, stop every time we mention the word parlay, because parlay is always a bad idea. (laughs) (laughs) Just don't listen to us. Just do the other thing. Whatever we say, just do something else. Thank you very much, Goon Squad.
Moving on, we are going to talk about the local basketball team. The Nuggets are off and running. They were doing fairly well and now not looking so hot. They are two and eight of their last 10. Uh, doesn't look like we're going to get uh, MPJ back this season, unfortunately, Mark. Um, can they hold on to that eight spot? Uh, how do you see everything going now that we're getting closer to the actual kickoff of the season with Christmas around the corner? Yeah, Aaron Gordon's got to play some basketball, doesn't he? Yes. Yes, he does. He He's really just not, not doing exactly what we're paying him for, right? Like, does he seem overpaid to everybody else? No, it's he doesn't seem like he's the same guy that they had during the playoff run last year when he was, you know, it just it seems very underwhelming to me, doesn't it to you? Uh, he's got his moments and he was actually underwhelming in the playoffs after Jamal went down. He seemed to have gotten a little bit lost in, in what he was trying to do and in, in his role in the team. Um, he started off the season looking really good, but he's just been inconsistent. Yeah, and when you're making you know that kind of money and you're supposed to be a superstar, you can't be inconsistent, especially in a team that is playing with you know not a full deck, you know, and they're not playing with a full deck. <laughs> the baby agrees with you that Aaron Gordon should play better. The, the baby is very anti Aaron Gordon. <laughs> the baby does not like Aaron Gordon. <laughs> Uh, Milty, there have been some other injury concerns. You know, Joker's been down. Uh, it's coming back from the wrist. Uh, Zeke Naji uh, missed a couple of games. Uh, the, the exciting kid, um, uh, Bones Highland, uh, missed a game or two. Uh, just they can't seem to get out of their own way in terms of the injury bug. Um, do you think that can turn around for him? It can. It's going to be, like you said earlier, Matt, it's going to be uh, next year after Christmas, New Year's, when the season starts to really count if they can just get through some of these other games. They're lucky they're playing a team like uh, New Orleans, I think, here tonight or tomorrow night that has a much worse record than them. So there's teams like them that are around that are worse off. They're losing to the teams that are worse than them, though, and they're beating you know, playoff teams. They beat the Knicks in Madison Square Garden. <laughs> I mean, Strange things happen. They beat. They you got to hope they turn around. And here's the thing: we were all pointing towards the Miami game, right? Oh my God, it's going to be the Joker brothers against the whole town of Miami, and Jimmy Butler's going to be there, and Tyler Hero's going to stand up. You know how many people were in that fucking arena in Miami? About 500. Nobody showed up for the Miami Heat, and the Nuggets fucking boat raced them. And after that, it's been ho hum, nothing doing, right? It's tough to watch. Uh, we know that they don't have the horses right now. We know that they just are, are injured and, and really injured. I mean, you've got one of your three max players playing, and he's dinged up. So here's the hoping that it picks up for the Nuggets coming up soon. All right. Thank you very much, Goon Squad. Hey, uh, MJ. Before we move on, we have to talk about the Nuggets City Edition jersey. They are so fucking cool with the, like, the rainbows on the back and like the cool lettering. Yes. It is very cool. Yeah. Who gives a shit if they're winning yeah. or not? It. Who cares what time of the year it is? They're winning. Their jersey is so good. City edition. It's better than Sacktown. It's better than Cream City. We're doing great. I love it. <laughs> they're, they're winning the fit. <laughs> Wait, I'm looking for it. Which one is it? 2021-2022 City Edition, Mark. Eh. Oh, no, I see it. Yeah, it's dope. That's super cool. I like that a lot. 
Oh yeah. It's <laughs> yeah. so good. Yeah. Those are good. They're yeah. almost throwbacks. Almost. Yeah. They're, they're that, awesome. I'm, that's, and, I don't wear, I would never wear like a Jersey for NBA, but yeah, that that's pretty nice. That's pretty. Yeah. Sweet. When you get to our age, wearing a basketball Jersey is not really a good look. No. No. Old, out of shape white people yeah, do not we wear just, basketball yeah, we, jerseys. No. Well, no, I will wear nuggets, sweaters, gear. football sweaters. gear. Yep, absolutely. Yeah. Yep. I, I, I will wear, wear nuggets, I will, sweatshirts. I'm down with that. Yeah. Yeah, I will wear all of the hoodies you can get. Me, oh yeah. But I'm, I am shorts and I, you know, all those memes about Colorado guy, shorts and hoodie guy. That is me, 100. percent Absolutely, right there with you. But, I am shorts, hoodie, I, and flip flops. You will never fucking catch me in a basketball shirt and it's not because i hate basketball it's because i look terrible in those things yeah no one needs to see me in a basketball <laughs> <movie>. no <laughs> you wouldn't even do like the layer like the hoodie underneath the hood or underneath the basketball jersey nope i don't think i could pull it off nope Mm-mm. that's like a look i don't think i could pull it off yeah see fat guys can wear football stuff fat guys can wear hoodies fat guys can wear hockey sweaters Fat guys can't wear basketball jerseys. It's well, and the, we're not talking yeah. about you know fat guy looks or anything like that. Um, we're we're talking about just wearing basketball. Like I have the hairiest arms on the planet, and so I can't. I just can't do that. Yeah, but that's what the hoodie's for. Fucking yeah, I just uh, this is not a good look. Yeah, I I know what is a good look, and that's not it. <laughs> So go to Altitude Athletics and go pick up a city jersey because they're awesome there. Come on, Cronky, throw some shillings. We'll try it. All right. Yeah, give us shit. You know how much we talk about your teams? All right. Fuck. Come on, give us something. All right. Hey, uh, MJ. Yes. Uh, I understand there's a show you want to talk about. <coughs> Jojo. Jojo. So good. We're talking about JoJo. JoJo Part 6 came out. It got released on Netflix, uh, the first 12 episodes of Part 6. They're all really, really good. From what I've watched, I've only seen like the first six episodes. I haven't met Foo Fighters yet. Um, But the music's really good. I'm not a huge fan of the end song. It's Distant Dreamers by Duffy. Never heard of that one before. Uh, But for some... Minor, not quite spoilers, Jojo Part 6 is the first Jojo part with a girl Jojo, and she's awesome, and the animation is awesome. Um, But one thing that the Jojos like to do to avoid copyright is to, like, change the name of some of the stands. So, like, for example, there's Foo Fighters, and they just call her FF. Um, But one of the ones that they changed that was really bad was they changed a they changed guest to guess with a w b they changed one of the girl stands her stand was called uh kiss and they changed it to smack and i fucking laughed so hard when i saw that it was hilarious every time they do shit like that it just fucking kills me it's so funny uh otherwise all the episodes that i've seen so far are really really good there was that whole bit with Jolene and Jotaro in the uh, visitation room all covered in splooge. But they kind of <laughs> blew up the splooge, so it looks a little less like splooge. But, uh, yeah, it was really fucking funny. 10 out of 10. <laughs> all right. <laughs> 
I have the look on Matt's face and the look idea. on Milty's yeah. face. Neither is one of us absolutely priceless. Have any fucking idea what in the fuck? It, the words are just falling out of your face right now. Oh, Matt, Matt, some of the characters are named after like musicians and shit. There's a stand in part four called Bad Company, and they had to change their name to fucking Worse Company. A stand. Yeah, it's like a punchy ghost, but like this one shoots gun. It's like a bunch of little army dudes, and they all shoot guns. It's it's good. It's really good. <laughs> I, I I I just I can't. I can't. I have no fucking. <laughs> kiss is smack <laughs> yeah they actually they were talking about changing notorious bigs to infamous large and it was going to be the best <laughs> what is happening did they actually did they actually pick it is that the actual name or did they, is that still just the joke going around that one's just a joke, but in part seven, there's a guy coming up whose stand is Dirty Deeds Done Dirt Cheap, and we're all holding against hope that they're going to rename him Filthy Axe at a reasonable price instead of fucking D4C because it's just so much better. Filthy Axe at a reasonable price. It's hilarious. All right. You got uh, <laughs> anything else that you want to share about old JoJo there? No, nah, that's it. Okay, I think we're good. Okay, that's so good. Thank you very much, dipshit. Uh, moving on, news in Major League Baseball: the owners have locked out the players as they were unable to reach an agreement with the union uh, on a collective bargaining agreement going forward. Mark, I'm going to start with you here as the resident baseball nerd. Does this impact? the start of the season uh maybe i these these lockouts are so weird um you know you've got your rookie contracts and you've got your big money deals you know like the max scherzer and the the whatchamafuck guy from the dodgers that just went to somewhere else you got the other guy who went from somewhere else to the mets and uh these guys are making boku bucks then you've got your rookie deals of all these people that are stuck in their contracts for the first five years or whatever until the five ten rule comes up then you have these middle ground guys and that's like 95 percent of baseball is these middle ground guys and that's what this is all about is making the salaries more equal and making the the uh benefits more equal and all that kind of thing because you know you get the big guaranteed money and then outside of that you don't get these the the middle ground guys i mean they're still making a killing and it's all guaranteed money but they aren't getting the benefits of it that you know that the the rookie contracts are or anything and the other side of it too is a lot of these guys who are not great baseball players just kind of get shit on and just sent away because there's so many farm teams that you can bring people up from it's 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 hard to get you know your mid ground guys into baseball so it's it's just about equalizing the money and making it more reasonable, but it's it's so. <laughs> Go fuck yourself. Back to you, Matt. All right, <laughs> Milty, over to you. Do you think that uh, we're going to get pitchers and catchers reporting on time, or what? I don't think it'll be be reporting on time. But you know, if they throw away some of those. Uh, Exhibition games at the preseason, who cares? Uh, nobody really wants to lose money during a regular season. 
owners and players alike. So I think they'll probably get it together. If they lose a week, so what? You know, the major league offered them uh, to cut back to 154 games but expand the playoffs. Uh, one of the players' gripes was teams like uh, two teams that we're familiar with, one the Rockies, one the Baltimore Orioles. That, uh, the Orioles themselves spend less money on the payroll this year than one or two players that made on, on the other teams. So that it goes with what Mark was saying about the payroll, the scales of the payroll. So I think they'll get it together, but they may miss a week or two. MJ, any thoughts you want to chime in with? Yeah, so if you go onto any of the MLB team websites right now, they have blacked out all of the faces of active players and they don't have any articles with like their names or anything. Like they just totally removed them from existence. All the articles about like older baseball teams instead of like active ones, so they don't have to talk about them. It's just like spiders? God, maybe the spiders. I don't know. I haven't checked the Cleveland one. The dream, the Cleveland Spiders finally get to live. <laughs> the dream. The internet presence. <laughs> you know, I kind of looked up yesterday. I was looking up the Cleveland Spiders just for fun. And it was 1899 when they had their great year, the 20 and 134. You know who started pitching for them the next year? Cy Young. Old man stats, and that one's interesting. <laughs> Cy Young pitched for the wow. Cleveland Spiders? Yes, he for like six or eight years, and then he went on to pitch for the Boston Red Sox and uh, helped them win the World Series in 1903. So I remember some shit being an old guy. I remember, yeah. I mean, you were there, so you might as well have been, but... Uh, I, I, I do remember Cy Young, you know, helping the Red Sox with their series because, you know, I was there too, apparently. I don't remember that, but, you know, that's something that you learn just being a fan of a team. But I did not know that he pitched for the Cleveland Spiders. The year after their world infamous record. Well, see, and if he had been there the year before, we wouldn't be talking about the Cleveland Spiders. It would, would never have come up, right? Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you very much, Goon Squad. Hey, uh, MJ. Guess what time it is. Guess what time it is. What? 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 It's time for NHL hits. <laughs> <laughs> my my internet's run by a mouse on a wheel. <laughs> Your hamster lives in fucking Boston. <laughs> All right, give us an NHL song and some hits. NHL hits. Da, 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 da. It is hockey. Time to talk about hockey. Da, na, 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 na. NHL talkie hits. Butter. <laughs> <laughs> For those of you who don't know, that's actually a JoJo reference. It is. Uh, so as of the time that we recorded, the game was, I think, 4-2. But now it is 7-3. Avs won. Uh, the Avs have won their last two now uh, but they lost to the Sens a few games ago uh, but they're winning overall Nate's back um, the defense is looking a little suspect but it's not the end of the world uh, for actual NHL hits um, the Vancouver Canucks cleaned house and got rid of their general manager their AGM their head coach and their one of their assistant coaches uh, it was about time. They've sucked for a long time when they should not have sucked. Um, and Bruce Boudreaux is going to be their coach now, so we get to listen to that fucking video of Bruce Boudreaux go like, 
fucking shit fuck fucking fucking guy fuck shit which is always just a bonus to listen to um he also already dropped his first f-bomb as the coach of the vancouver canucks he was trying to get up and but he's fat and old so he's like oh fuck and it was really fucking funny (laughs) i love bruce boudreaux uh, also, the Flyers fired their head coach, Elaine Vigneault. Uh, I think they just got an interim coach. Just some guy. They also deserved it. Everything sounded like he was a douchebag. Um, and then in other news, there's been like a bunch of suspensions that have been kind of weird. I guess not suspensions, like punishments. Um, one guy during the Winnipeg-Toronto game, a Toronto guy got kneed, and then he, the guy who kneed him got like... I think a $5,000 fine. But then a Toronto guy need a Winnipeg guy in the head. And he clearly wasn't like trying to hit him in the head, but he was trying to hit him hard. And he got fine or suspended for six games. And it was Jason Spezza. And it was the, Jason Spezza's first time getting fined or suspended in like 1,200 games, like his whole career. So that was a little weird. And then yesterday during the Chicago game, Jujar Kira got need in the he just got fucking brained with a knee and the guy who hit him got i think two games so it's just all over the place but this is the nhl we're talking about of course it's all over the place they're physically incapable of being consistent with their punishments um and then there's also another big story but we're gonna save that for later so cool awesome thank you very much mj Moving on, and as we get into the holiday season, we have a special treat, Milty and Mark. It is time for you to review a Christmas classic. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Are we going to talk about Miracle on 34th Street? No. <laughs> are we going to talk about the, um, what's uh, some of the other ones? That are Elf. Classic? No. That movie sucks. What? <laughs> Christmas Carol. You don't like Elf? Fucking Elf. What? I don't know. I'm not a big fan of that movie. Wow. It's extraordinarily overrated. I've never even seen it. Oh, you should. You're not missing much. That's Will Ferrell's worst movie. (laughs) Oh, no. 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 Yes. No. No. Oh, yes. Anyway, this isn't about that. Yes, isn't about that. All right. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Christmas fans of all ages, this is the Kaiser and the Emperor Review Die Hard. Take it away, boys. And we are here to talk about a great movie. Matt, I believe, thinks this is his favorite movie of all time. If not, it's really close to his favorite movie of all time. Milty, what do you think about the first part of Die Hard? What what do you think? What makes that movie special to you? I just I just think the movie's fantastic, and you're going to put that in the top five for me too. Uh, it came out in 1988, I think. Um, people argued for a long time, is it a Christmas movie? No, it's not a Christmas movie. Hell yes, it's a Christmas movie. You know, Bruce Willis, uh, Alan Rickman, who'd they go by? John McClane and Hans Gruber. Yes, this movie's going to be remembered by quotes as much as anything else. And the best one was, yippee ki motherfucker. I mean, how many times have you all used that in your life since you've seen that movie? Mark, what do you think? Uh, I just remember as a kid watching this movie over and over and over again. And every time I watched it, I learned something new. And then last year when I was 
hold up in my house for two months. I watched the documentary about how they made the movie. And like, I did not realize because I'm of a certain age where like, I was too young at the time to realize that Bruce Willis was not always an action hero. Before Die Hard, he was a heartthrob. <laughs> he was he was in rom-coms basically and they were like casting him in this movie and like they almost had to scratch the movie because nobody wanted him like they screen tested it and there were boos in the theaters with him you know when they said you know Bruce Willis is in this movie die hard that people booed Bruce Willis and didn't believe him as an action hero here we are what 20 30 years later and Nobody thinks of Bruce Willis otherwise, as other than an action hero. He instantly became, went from heartthrob to ultimate badass because he walked across some broken glass and carried a machine gun and threw some Germans off the top of a tower. I mean, this movie is just fucking fantastic. Uh, any any movie with Alan Rickman is just fucking great. Um, it spawned a couple of sequels. The second one's not all that great. Uh, the third one is awesome. And four and five are okay. Uh, they're okay. They're they're good for what they are, but they're not classics like one and three are. And two's up there, and I like two just for the simple fact that they did a lot of the shooting here in town at what used to be Stapleton Airport. Um, so that's just kind of a fun fact every time that you think about it. Uh, Stapleton Airport was a lot of that Die Hard two, but Bruce Willis in Die Hard one was great. Uh, gets the girl at the end. And then apparently loses the girl eventually. It's just a really sad story by the end of Die Hard 5 because his kids hate him all the time and then they love him and then they hate him. And I, you never see Samuel L. Jackson after the third one, you know? Like, I wish they brought him back as a cameo. Die Hard's great. Die Hard's great. Good for, yeah, good for Bruce Willis. I, I was hoping, as you were going to talking a little bit about Die Hard 2, that you were going to call out Cole Meany as a uh, cameo as an airline pilot in that movie because he's fuck totally... I forgot that O'Brien <laughs> was in Die Hard 2 I he's, completely fucking forgot that Cole like Meany was in that <laughs> probably the last credited name in it too <laughs> I know <laughs> at least the last credited one that has a speaking part because I think he has two lines yeah, yeah. I completely forgot about that yep. fucking shit <laughs> O'Brien's in Die Hard 2 which right. makes it great Right. Uh, so Die Hard is one of, uh, it, it's in definitely my top 20, but it is my all-time favorite Christmas movie. So uh, there's a bunch of other movies that are in play for favorite of all time, and we'll have that discussion another time. But thank you very much, Milty and Bunga. Last sports bit of the night. Let's talk a little bit about the college football playoff. Um, Mark. I'm going to hit you with a pretty specific question here. Uh, which is the bigger story? Cincinnati making it or Michigan finally getting over OSU and getting it? Honestly, uh, Cincinnati making it is a bigger story to me. Um, Harbaugh, it took him what? A, it seems like fucking 100 years to get into the Final Four and beat Ohio State. It, like, it seems like he's been in Michigan for 7,000 years. So I, I don't know, like the, the, the Cincinnati story is a little bit more intriguing to me because it's a small conference school. Um, 
they did have some really big wins. I'm glad that they made it in because it, it shows that if you are actually a really good team and have some good wins and are not a power five school, you can actually get into these things with the, if you just do the job you're supposed to do, which in college football, that doesn't happen very often. These guys, you know, the, the Cinderella teams don't do the things they're supposed to do in the regular season and end up falling off. So, uh I'm I'm very happy about that. And frankly, I just don't like khaki pants. So Harbaugh's are just annoying to me, all of them, because they very much like khakis. <laughs> uh, Milty, two teams from the SEC. Uh, are you surprised at where Georgia ended up going from first to third after the way they lost to Alabama? Yeah, I, yeah, I think that's probably a natural thing for the way the football writers or whoever scores these things. They felt they, they could have fallen two spots, but Cincinnati's unbeaten. Um, you know, what the hell? I think in my estimation, I'm going to be rooting for Cincinnati, right? I want to see them go up as far as they can through this. But I can almost see an all-SEC championship game. Yeah, you can see it coming, right? We're going to have this game again. Um, who knows? I mean, that's why they play the games, right? But um, Cincinnati for sure. We're going to definitely pulling for the underdog. Hey, uh, MJ, Alabama, Georgia, Michigan, Cincinnati, pick one. Who wins? Uh, Alabama, roll tide. Roll tide. Okay. Thank you very much, Goon Squad. Okay. So hold on. We okay. got to go back. We're going behind the curtain a little bit. During the last five minutes of this podcast, Michaela has been begging begging not to get asked an NCAA question. And you got what? Four words out of her? Yeah. That's a win. That's, That's a, a win. win That's a win. All right. Yeah. Let's move on. So, told her I was sending her a softball. <laughs> One eternity later. Uh, it's And it used to be, it was all bowls all the time. It was the bowl championship series. They, everything was in a bowl. And they all rotated and you never knew what was going to happen. One year was the orange bowl. Next year was a fiesta bowl. It was, fucking nightmare when i've got a question when are they gonna have the bowl at soup what the fuck was that <laughs> why are you buying clothes at the soup store fuck you all right thank you very much goon squad second to last bit mj you've been not paying attention to half of what we're doing i hope you came up with something good and have been scrubbing the interwebs viciously share with us your wisdom and give us the dipshit of the week i think she does because she said the big story is for later so i'm interested to see where this goes yeah so the dipshit of the week this week is the arizona coyotes um a team in a national sports league that owes 130 million dollars in taxes to the city and the state and they keep saying that they're going to stay in the desert and they're like, oh, we'll just build an arena in Scottsdale. I cannot imagine that Scottsdale's going to be like, yeah, that, that's totally fine. Like, yeah. Like the Coyotes are totally, they're either going to be in Houston or Quebec next year. I can't imagine they stay. They're talking about like playing in ASU instead. It's fucking stupid. We will be watching with side eye emojis to see what happens in the desert there. It's a write off. That's what they're doing. It's hard, hard to write something off if you don't have anywhere to play. Right. <laughs> uh, I guess we're going to go to a pond. It'll be fine. Or come back. You can't freeze ice outside in Arizona, Matt. <laughs> I know. I didn't say it was going to be a pond in Arizona. 
I just said a pond. <laughs> if they're not going to fucking portion off part of the goddamn Grand Canyon and turn it into a fucking ice rink. They're going to be the Green Bay cheeseheads. They're going to play in Green Bay. Oh, they'll go to Quebec. Thank you, MJ. Uh, final thoughts, kicking around the squad. Milty, what do you got? Well, I started the night with a joke. I'm going to end with one. What, what's the difference between a Patriots fan and a baby? The baby stops whining after a few minutes. Except maybe for tonight. <laughs> Ba-da-ba-ba-da-ba. MJ, what do you got? Burnt. While editing this podcast, I have drank an entire bottle of wine. That's how much fun I've had editing this fucking podcast. <laughs> Hooray. All right. And for my favorite bit, Mark, take it away. Yeah, well, we really appreciate everybody listening. Hopefully we get some more listeners at some point because that would be awfully nice if you listened to us because we like doing these and we're not going to stop anytime soon. But we really do love you guys uh, listening. Um, hopefully you're checking out all the things that we do on all the other things that we do. Um, if you don't, fuck off and then check us out because that's what we're trying to do. Uh, really appreciate uh milty staying up so late on a wednesday <laughs> just wanted to get the look on his face really appreciate michaela's wireless internet providers uh because they are just fucking they are the mvp of this show for sure the internet at michaela's place is the best i mean absolutely phenomenal we do everything you know based off of that internet and it is just absolutely unbelievable do you have something to say Mickey? so during the recording what actually happened here was that he cut out for me while he was talking and so i couldn't actually hear him say what he was trying to say but i think the fact that i've had to fucking come back and re-record all of the shit tells you exactly how fucking good my internet is <laughs> <laughs> I heard him. <laughs> <laughs> and Matt, I just appreciate seeing your face because it reminds me that I have, uh, I, there, there are worse things than my face on the planet. Carry on. You're ugly. Yeah. I'm, anyway, I, I know that. I know that's your head. You didn't say it earlier. You did the description first and then. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> Carry on. But we, we appreciate everybody and everyone listening and, uh, really hope that you, you enjoy us cause we're going to keep doing it. And, uh, uh, we have some places that we always shout out to, okay? Ah, uh, so that's what we do. And so we're recording live from Denver, and then in Albuquerque, London, Athens, Amsterdam, Austin, Auckland, Bulgaria, Bogota, Reykjavik, Berlin, Perth, Mumbai, Nassau, Trinidad and Tobago, Chittagong, Tbilisi, Sicily, Abu Dhabi, Riyadh, Ontario, Canada, and Gothenburg, where the metal is from. We love you all. Make sure you check us out on our socials, uh, Twitter and on Twitch, The Idiot Goons. Uh, Facebook, search My Brother is an Idiot, uh, at Poffle Time, at Poffle Upagus for individual Twitter accounts. Plus, if you want to learn more about smoking and barbecue, at King Goon Smoke, uh, that account is posting some really fun stuff all the time. Always a pleasure. We enjoy the shit out of just yelling at each other, and hopefully you were entertained as it entertained with it as we were. For uh, Mark, Milty, and MJ, we love you guys. My name is Matt. This has been My Brother's an Idiot. We'll catch you next time. See ya. 
Bruh. <laughs> <laughs>